This is the WZ Podcast with J-Rod here. Deleted WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here, folks. So, welcome back, listeners. So, today we got some interesting topics we definitely got to be talking about. Now, you may have heard what's been going on recently in the world of pro wrestling. Well, let's talk about it right now. Now, our first official topic is about the recent developments going on with WWE. Now, if you guys don't know what I'm referring to, as you know, not too, oops, sorry, my microphone, not too long ago, we just saw Vince McMahon announce his retirement from the WWE, and the greatest news took place is Triple H is now back as part working with WWE, but as working in the creative team in WWE. Now, there were a lot of people that talked about, okay, what kind of changes we could expect with Triple H. Now, we just didn't know what type until SummerSlam that we just recently had. We saw Bailey come out after the match between Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. We saw, of course, Io Shirai and Dakota Kai came back. Now, this was unexpected, but it was a great moment. The reason is this. Dakota Kai and Io Shirai, these are people that were recruited by Triple H personally. Now, if you guys remember, Dakota Kai was released from the company last April. This was around the cut time where we see cuts happen after WrestleMania. WrestleMania takes place around April. That's what happened. But, as you know, remember, Io Shirai has one foot out the door of the The thing is... We weren't sure what was going to happen. There were those that were speculating that she could return back to Japan. That is one of the things that we were expecting. So, it's great that they're back. I'm sure things are working well for them because now there's a change of power. But that does not end there. Recently, last week, uh, I think today is... Hold on. What was last week? <laughs> Last week on August 5th, we saw the return of Karrion Cross. Yes, folks, Karrion Cross came back. I did not anticipate that whatsoever, but it was like, wow, it was great. But the best part is, he doesn't have to wear that ridiculous outfit. I'm like... That outfit that Vince made a war when he went to the main roster, I'm like, what the fuck, Vince? Why? Why are you trying to fix something that it's not broken? But thank God Triple H brought him back. But according to what Karrion Cross said, he had regular communications with people in WWE. But the good thing is, this played out in, fa- in their favor because now there was a change of power. And I think it's a good thing. I love how this played out pretty well. Now, you can say I'm mean because of Vince, what he did. Look, look, here's what problem I had. What the fuck was wrong with carrying Cross's character before going to the main roster? Nothing was wrong with it. But Vince, he thinks there was something wrong with it. But no, I think that's the problem. But I'm glad he's back. But now it looks like because he's back, as you may have heard, um, the USA Network are pitching an idea to have a title in Raw. Keep in mind, 
Vince McMahon, he is a fucking moron. He does things that he thinks it would work in their favor. He's not pleasing the network. Now, if you're going to be a promoter or owner of a wrestling company, you got to please the network. But Vince has pissed off the USA Network every single time. They were talking about, we want fresh wrestlers. That's what they wanted. What did Vince do? He relied on guys like Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. We had enough of that. Give the the new guys their opportunities. But no, he thinks those guys are going to be the reason we're going to stay apart. See, this is what happens. Hell, that this is why things Vince was out of touch. But I'm glad that Karen Cross is back. But now, here's the obvious question. Since we saw these people come back, well, I forgot to mention this. We had another person who showed up recently this past Monday on Raw. Dexter Loomis came back on Raw after the, the main event. I'm like, what the fuck? They just made him jump into the main roster. I did not anticipate that at all. I was like, wow. I have to say, great timing. I just did not see that coming. But I have to say... Triple H is going to make things better. I just know it for a fact because let's talk a bit, little bit about Triple H. Uh, here's what you guys may remember. You have any idea how frustrated Triple H has been because wrestlers that he recruited don't normally get the better opportunities in the main roster? He, look what happens. Many of these wrestlers, they don't get the opportunities that they want. It frustrates them. These are wrestlers that Triple H believes in, who believes they got the potential to be bigger stars. But no! Vince has to be, nope, I don't think they're the right fit. That's always been that. Who gives a shit about right fit? Give him a chance to shine. But that's the problem with Vince. He is not keeping touch with anything. But of course, you may have heard the rumors that there is a chance we may see Naomi and Sasha back. Now, I know there's fans out there who are saying, fuck that. We don't want Sasha ba Banks back. We want Naomi back. Look, guys, Triple H is not going to turn his back on Sasha Banks. He won't. She is the one girl that he needs right now. If you guys don't like it, then get the fuck out of the WWE bandwagon. If you don't like it, deal with it, guys. But here's the thing about what I feel. I admire Sasha Banks' ways. She feels disrespected. Now, how many times has she been disrespected when she was a tag team champion? Twice. It's like, what the fuck, Vince? Why? Why are you doing this to them? Why? And that's the problem. Vince hates tag team. You people who hate it on Sasha should admire her. She's fighting for women's tag team. You know who would agree with her? Thunder Rosa. That's the problem you pricks don't get. If you want women's tag team, appreciate the person who's fighting for it. If you don't want to, get the fuck out of the bandwagon. It's simple. 
this is just me how I talk, folks, because I think it's ridiculous. You need to think reality. We know Vince hates tag teams. Why can't you appreciate Sasha Banks' ways? Come on. But she is a, a, a main eventer, and that's something Triple H will not lose. But, however, we don't know exactly what, how close they are in renegotiating for them to come back. Because we know Vince fucked up. But you know what's the one thing that I definitely want to see? I wouldn't be surprised if Sasha Banks goes to Michael Cole and beats the shit out of that fool and tells him, you saying we disappointed WWE, that's going to be like a great story. Saying, Michael Cole, no, you're a piece of shit. You have no idea what was going on. That would be one of the greatest storylines it could happen. So that's the thing. But now we are asking ourselves who we would love to see come back. Now, there are certain wrestlers it's impossible to bring back because they're currently signed with AEW. That's the thing. And whose fault is that? It's not Tony Khan's fault. That is Vince McMahon's fault. For allowing them to leave. Because he does not believe in them. Look. Tony Khan. He knows the value of their talent. That's the reason he signed them. It has nothing to do with you know. Oh we can give them better. No. They should have given better opportunities. When Vince was there. Now. Now that Triple H is back. They'll get it. But. We have a long way to go with those things. So it's still unclear who else could appear, but let's just wait and see. And I'm sure you guys will be off your goddamn chairs when that happens. All right. Moving on. You may have heard about the Cosmic Angels Revolution. Well, let's talk about the Natsupoi Revolution. If you guys don't know what I'm referring to, Natsupoi has been on a roll. Since she joined Cosmic Angels. Now. As you know I'm a big fan of. You know. The Cosmic Angels. But not Supoy. Man she's been on a roll. Now. Let's talk about that. Ever since she's joined Cosmic Angels. They did a. Three day tour. In Haikido. In the, in the northern area of Japan. For the summer. Uh, Natsupoi was in serious tag matches. The first match she had. She teamed up with Mina and Tam, which they faced off against Stars. I think they had Azuki, Momokogo, and Mayu Iwatani, but it was Natsupoi who won with uh, that match. Second match, it was Tam who won that match when they faced off members of Oda Tai, but Natsupoi did not uh, made the win, but she was part of the winning team. And, of course, the final day we saw um, Tam and uh, Natsupoi teamed up again, this time just those two. While Mina and Unagi teamed up for their own matches, Natsupoi won that particular match, and it was pretty good. However, um, she was also on another role on the opening rounds of the of the five star Grand Prix. Now, she was not in booked for any of the of the tournament's matches, but day one she teamed up with Tam in a gauntlet match where they faced off first um, Hana and Koguma, which. They won that match, and then they had to deal with members of Odetai, more specifically um, Momo Wananabe and Saki Kashiba. They won that match, and then finally they had to go through Starlight Kid and Fukigen Death. But it was 
uh, in that particular match, I, will, I remember that it was Natsupoi who picked up the win on that one. It was pretty amazing. And this was a roll. Now, this particular match gave them the opportunity to challenge for the goddesses, to accept the challenge of the goddesses' tag team talks. Now, if you guys don't remember, in Midsummer Champions 2022 in Nagoya, um, FWC, Koguma and, uh, and Azuki were successful in retaining the tag titles. However, they called them out because of this thing of the revolution. So basically, they had no clue. What the hell is this revolution you guys are talking about? Now, recently they had, but recently they had a press conference, and as you know, they've been on roll. Now, back on that. Now, Super after the day of the opening, or first day of the opening rounds of the Five Star Grand Prix, she had another tag team match, but this time she teamed up with a wrestler she admires. We all love her. She is amazing. We're talking about the Pirate Princess. Kyrie, yes, and she dressed up at, uh, in the gear that uh, the Kyrie once wore, and I thought it was pretty sick. And she received her pirate hat, so she is now a pirate herself too. <laughs> but it was pretty sick. So she, even though Natsupoi did not made the win, but it was Kyrie, but she was part of the winning team, which was good. It was amazing. So that put her on the roll. But however, the biggest roles were recently this past weekend on the sixth and seventh. Oh my effing god! She won two matches straight in the five star Grand Prix. The first one was against Mirai. If you guys remember this or not, Mirai and Natsupoi were once members of DDM. I, but here's the thing the last time these two faced off one on one was back in April in the finals of the five star of the Cinderella tournament, but they were in the semifinals. It was Mirai, who who uh, who submitted Natsupoi with the Miramare, and it was like that. But this time, oh my god, it was the fairy blank that sealed the deal, and she pinned Mirai. I thought it was amazing. Following day, this time she me, uh, faces off Ami Sodi, Mirai's tag, uh, tag partner and teammate. I was like, wow, that was pretty sick. But she took a hell of a beating from someone bigger than her. And that makes me think, oh my god, what if it, that was Hinika? I mean, she wants to hurt her after her betrayal. But wow, she even did the fairy blink on her. So she is on a roll right now. Currently, she's undefeated in the whole thing. But here's the thing. Do I think she can make it all the way to the finals? I would say no, but... If I'm not being honest about it, I feel that she may make it all the way somewhere in the quarterfinals. I'm not sure, but that's what I believe. But we'll find out. We still got a long way to go until uh, April 1st because it's going to be hectic with this. But if Natsupoi and Tam win the Goddesses tag team titles, this is going to be huge for the career for Natsupoi and Tam. Because here's the thing. Tam has won tag league before back in 2019. But she never won the tag titles. Neither did Natsupoi. So it would be a great thing for them in their careers. And especially for the Natsupoi revolution. And I think that's going to be great. I can't wait to see what else Natsupoi is going to do. But however, she will be in a match. Uh, since today is the 10th. And over there is already the 11th. I can't wait to see what's how this is going to play out. Now, let's move on to the G1. Speaking of tournaments. 
New Japan Pro Wrestling is still throwing some great shit. I love what they were doing with certain things. Certain matches were amazing, uh, especially when we saw Jonah defeated Kaguchika Okada. I'm like, holy hell. That was fucking amazing. I would not anticipate that at all because as an Okada fan, I would have assumed he walked out as a victor. But Jonah proved otherwise. He's not here to play fucking games. He's here to de demolish the top guys of New Japan. And that includes Okada. And another good match was David Finley defeating Will Ospreay and telling him, I want a match for the IWGP United States Championship. That was a good one. Now, Will Ospreay got his title back, but he cannot celebrate because he feels that this is a load of horse shit that David Finley won. Get used to it, Billy. It, that's how it happened. This is, of course, the time of David Finley. And not to mention, he did beat, uh, Finley did defeat uh, his old tag team partner and former friend Juice Robinson. But there's a lot of great matches I enjoyed. However, there was one recently I did enjoy was Tama Tonga dealing with Taichi over the Iron Fingers. If you guys remember last year. Oh my god. <laughs> Tama Tonga was possessed with the Iron Fingers. It was so funny. And Taichi was so pissed. That he was stealing it, using it as that. But it was making him do evil things. He was going cuckoo bananas the entire time. <laughs> but Taichi was being a smart one. He knew the biggest fear for Taichi, I mean for Tama Tonga, was the Iron Fingers. He brought it and you, he and Tama felt like he was about to have a heart attack. <laughs> I just love how this story is telling. But he was on the verge of wearing the Iron Fingers. But thank God for Yato. Yato, who's been a friend, a mentor, tells him, No, don't do it. Don't do it. I thought it was amazing how that story was told. He's trying to tell him, You're better than this, Tama. You don't need the Iron Fingers. And he was right. Because ever since Tama Tonga was excommunicated from Bullet Club, he is now doing better for himself. Not to mention, he became never openweight championship champion, but he lost that title to his old pal Carl Anderson. I think that uh, Carl, uh, yeah, Carl Anderson. But Tama, I have to say, he could be one of the potential winners for the G1. I wouldn't be surprised about that either. But we'll see what happens then. But one thing I want to put out about the G1, they they named the A block, <laughs> the Monster Block. We have Balak, Fali, Jonah. That's Archer. These are big individuals. I'm like, I feel sorry for Tom Lawler who's in that in that block, you know. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like, oh, man, Lawler, you're like the smallest individual in this damn thing. <laughs> I just love it, guys. I love what they were doing. I enjoy the blocks, but it's too soon to tell how this is going to go. Now, I do have my, uh, my eyes on uh, Okada. Jay Lethal, uh, possibly Naito, uh, who else? There are others I, I, I do have in mind, but 
I'm not going to get into that right now, but wow. So I think that's uh, pretty much on this section. Let's do our last one. Now, if you guys been aware, if you guys follow Got to Move or ChocoPro, recently the members of the roster ended up going to Thailand. Now, if you guys have been aware or not, um, Got to Move actually start uh, started in Thailand. Now, Emi Sakura uh, started the operation down there until she moved to Japan, moved it to Japan. Uh, Thailand has a new wrestling promotion. This is a brand new one called Set Up Thailand Pro Wrestling. And the members who went is, of course, uh, Chris Brooks, Masahiro Takanashi, who are CDK and the current Asian Dream Tag Team Champions. Uh, Tokiko Kihara also went and Hoshi Tango. But we were supposed to have Mei Shuga going, but unfortunately she couldn't go due to that she was contracted with the coronavirus, which will suck. I'm sure there will be another time when they'll go back to Thailand, and it's going to be great. Um, they even mentioned they should bring Yuna Mizumori. Uh, I don't know who else would like to go, but it's going to be interesting. Now, why? What is so what's so good about this promotion? Look, the commentary is all in Thai. I may not understand anything of their language, but the wrestling matches, that's self-explanatory, if you guys know what I mean. You understand what's going on. I have to say, the wrestlers were great, uh, very differently from what I can tell. Uh, they only have one female in the, in, in this promotion, uh, Macha. I'm like, wow, I can't even believe they only have one. I'm sure they'll be picking up more somewhere down the line. But they also got an opening group, uh, an idol group performing, and I just... I'm just, uh, wow. I just, it, it, I liked it. It was pretty amazing. Uh, Kappa Kozo from Uma Army, if you guys seen him in, in Got to Move and Choco Pro, he was there for the, at least a month. And he's been causing all kinds of hell with these people. Even though they don't want him, they're trying to tell him to go home. But I don't think he has going home anytime soon, but we'll see what happens. But I have to say everything else. Now, how do I watch this show? Well, you can go on YouTube. Go set up Thailand Pro Wrestling and you kick the uh, click the subscription. Like I said, you don't need to hear what the commentator is saying. Now, there are a little bit of English they might throw in here and there, but, you know, it, it, it depends. But it was great. Now, if you guys know this or not, uh, they did have a Choco Pro in Thailand. Um, you can see that on the on the Got to Move uh, page, and it's right there. You see two matches that were involved, uh, members of the set up roster i think four of them were involved and you get to see it right there but you guys will enjoy it now uh our last thing i want to talk about is this yoshi wrestler i recently got to uh, uh enjoy her name is momoka hanazono now what's so special about momoka hanazono well here's the basis i do know she is a young 22 year old uh freelance wrestler uh, originally from, she's from Osaka, Japan, and she still is. Um, she makes uh, appearances in uh, uh, Oz Academy, uh, Gleet, depending on who is paying her. But mostly she uh, appears in Kolega Pro Wrestling, which is a promotion based out of Osaka, where she's from. And not much about who trained her has been revealed. I think they're keeping that a little bit of private, but I'm not sure. But uh, she's amazing. Uh, I wish she could. Exp she should expose more. But what is it about her I like? She's an absolute terror. Now I'm not talking about terror as 
evil. I'm talking about what the fuck did I just saw? That sort of thing. First time I saw this, she teamed up with Waka Tsukiyama at New Blood, which is that show where they showcase the the lesser experienced wrestlers from Stardom and other promotions. Um, Momoka actually sh was trying to shake hands with Mirai, and Mirai was like, didn't want to shake her hands. It's like, uh-uh, I don't even know you. And she left the ring. And I thought it was funny. She has this uniqueness where she tries to have fun, but you're like, what the hell? You know, you don't know what to make of her until it happens. But I think it was amazing. But one thing I am, the uh, thing is, the match it with Waka was great. But however, there's going to be more with Waka. Recently, uh, Waka was in a match against Ram Kaicho, and she lost. But she wanted a rematch, but Rina from Odetai shows up, saying she always wants to team up with Ram Kaicho. However, Waka said that she'll find her partner, and luckily, she contacted Momoka, and she agreed. And, oh my god, the, she wasn't there at the press conference, but the way she was presenting herself in that message, oh my god, you'll be like, oh, she's all happy, it's like, yay! She was like that, I'm like, oh my god. But one thing I did like is the end. She said this, it was translated, Ramkaicho, I know you have that white dust or whatever, just because it's me and Waka doesn't mean we're going to tone down. We got some great stuff. So be ready. Well then, bye-bye. <laughs> so basically, I don't know what Momoka has in store. But if I was Ram Kacho, I would be a little worried. Because, like I said, Momoka Nozono is, in fact, a terror. And you know who, who knows she's a terror? May Shiruga, the Big Apple, knows it. Because they are a tag team called themselves... Momo Ringo. I've seen them tag team a, a lot in Oz Academy. It's great. But one of my favorite moments with Momoka in Oz Academy, there was a number one contendership for the vacant Pioneer title. Momoka was in a triple threat match with um, Ma uh, Mayumi, Ozaki, and Rina Yamashita. But Ozaki took her out in the middle of the ring. However, Rina and Rina and Mayumi were fighting who's going to pin her. But they took the fight outside and they were counted out. But because they took the fight outside, Momoka won. And she was lying down in the ring like a dead duck. <laughs> I just love that kind of shit. It's so funny. I just love it. But if you guys have ever seen her, check her out. And make sure you see New Blood 2 because she's in it. You guys know what I'm talking about. She even appeared in Oz Academy. Um... Yes, My Way Volume 3 and a few others. So, look it up. So, yeah. So, I hope everybody enjoys this episode. I, I'm i sorry that I took a day uh, late last week. But now, I'm doing this right now. So, it's fun. I get to do this with you guys. So, there's more to come. Um, stay tuned for more videos on my YouTube channel. Uh, I'll, see, here, I'll see you guys next week on this podcast time. And on this podcast channel. So, I must bid all of you adieu. So, goodbye. And have a nice day. Bang, bang.